48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Robert Kem. The headlines, the trial of Hong Kong's first national security suspect, Tong Ying Kit, gets underway at the High Court. Police make another arrest in connection with the national security investigation into Apple Daily. And President Xi Jinping speaks to three Chinese astronauts at the country's new space station. The High Court is hearing that the first national security suspect, Tong Ying Kit, had incited others to separate Hong Kong from China by flying a protest flag while driving his motorcycle into police officers in Wan Chai on July 1st last year. The prosecution alleges the words liberate Hong Kong, revolution of our times, that were printed on the flag imply Hong Kong independence. Vicky Wong reports. Before Mr Tong's trial opened, the 24-year-old had pleaded not guilty to inciting secession, terrorism and dangerous driving causing grievous bodily harm on the day after the security legislation came into effect. Prosecutors cited expert opinion in alleging that the words liberate Hong Kong, revolution of our times printed on the flag connotes Hong Kong independence or separating Hong Kong from the People's Republic of China, altering the legal status of the SAR and subverting state power in the city's political language. They said that Mr Tong, by flying the flag while driving from the Eastern Harbour crossing to Wan Chai, had intended to encourage others to commit acts of secession. The prosecution also said they found in Mr Tong's mobile phone a file stored on Google Drive named as Liberate Hong Kong and that he had messaged a person on July the 1st last year saying that he had intended to go to a cafe described as a safe spot in Causeway Bay while acknowledging there were roadblocks at Cross Harbour Tunnels. The Secretary for Justice earlier ordered that Mr Tong must be tried without a jury, citing concerns over personal safety of jurors and their family members under the national security law. The case is now being heard by three judges instead. Before the hearing began, Justice Esther Toh said it had come to their attention that someone had taken photographs in the courtroom prior to the hearing, which is prohibited under the law, and they had reported the case to the police. The trial is scheduled to last 15 days, with 22 witnesses expected to testify. Police have made another arrest in connection with the investigation into Apple Daily. A 55-year-old man has been detained on suspicion of conspiracy to collude with a foreign country or external forces to endanger national security. The same charge levelled against five senior executives who were arrested last week. It's understood he's an editorial writer at the newspaper. Sources told Apple Daily the arrest is Mr. Young, who goes by the pen name of Li Ping. An online magazine under Next Media has announced it will close. Next Media is owned by Jimmy Lai, the founder of Apple Daily, and was first published in 1990 before moving solely online in 2018. Its head, Wong Lai Sheng, thanked readers for their support. Yesterday, Apple Daily halted its English language web service, its online finance news and its online leisure segment after airing its final live newscast on Monday night. Authorities have frozen $18 million of assets under three next digital companies, preventing them from paying staff salaries. A media lecturer says it will be hard for another newspaper to fill the void left by Apple Daily should the pro-democracy paper fold as expected in the coming days after authorities froze its funds under the national security law. Grace Leung from the Chinese University School of Journalism says the government is sending a clear signal to, me, to, to the media not to breach the national security law, which she describes as vague and broad. She says it'll curtail press freedom as more journalists will exercise self-censorship. She spoke to RTHK about the paper's legacy. 
it has promoted what they call that kind of populism in political terms in Hong Kong. So in the past, Hong Kong people are not so aware and they are not so insist on their own rights. But after the past two decades, they become more aware on the rights that they should assert. And then they also want to take more initiative and become more provocative in asserting their rights. So I think that is the kind of legacy, even though Apple Daily disappeared in our eyesight, that kind of feeling or emotions or sentiments are still there in Hong Kong. President Xi Jinping has spoken to three Chinese astronauts for the first time since they arrived at the country's new space station last week. Timmy Sung reports. President Xi Jinping said the astronauts' mission had touched the hearts of the people, describing the construction of the space station as an important milestone in the nation's space quest and the contribution to humans' peaceful use of space. He said he looked forward to the return of the astronauts, who will remain at the station for three months, conducting experiments and spacewalks. The astronauts told the president they were in good physical condition and adjusting to life in the core module, which is much smaller than the International Space Station. Only three astronauts can fit inside at any one time. China has accused the United States of being the region's greatest security risk creator after a U.S. warship again sailed through the Taiwan Strait. The U.S. Navy's 7th Fleet said the guided missile destroyer USS Curtis Wilbur had conducted a routine Taiwan Strait transit yesterday in accordance with international law and demonstrating U.S. commitment to a free and open Indo-Pacific. People's Liberation Army's Eastern Theatre Command said their forces had monitored the vessel and warned it. The New South Wales government has brought in tough new measures in response to a surge in COVID-19 cases. 16 new infections have been detected, taking case numbers into the 30s. Among the measures, masks will be compulsory in all indoor non-residential settings. Dancing and singing will also be banned in all indoor venues, including churches. New South Wales Chief Health Officer Carrie Chant says the response has been proportionate. Our major focus is in this southeastern Sydney broad area, um, including the CBD, um, to make sure that we have picked up any unrecognised transmission. There's obviously been some strains of transmission that have had the ability to amplify, and we need those high testing rates and everyone to follow the public health advice. United States Justice Department says it sees 36 news websites linked to the Iranian government. In a statement, the department said the sites were accused of violating U.S. sanctions. Is the BBC Sebastian Usher. The move comes just days after a new hardline president, Ibrahim Raisi, was elected in Iran. But it also comes as the Biden administration still seems set on rejoining the 2015 nuclear deal. U.S. prosecutors have previously seized web domains they said were propagating Iranian disinformation around the world. This is clearly a more high-profile move against Iran's international media network. But the seemingly confused way in which it has been affected has raised questions over what it's intended to achieve. Republicans in the United States Senate have blocked a bill that would have led to a wide-ranging debate on expanding voting rights across the country. Democrats failed to get the 60 votes needed to advance the legislation, with Republicans arguing it infringed on states' rights. Democratic Senate leader Chuck Schumer gave his reaction. This vote, I'm ashamed to say, is further evidence that voter suppression has become part of the official platform of the Republican Party. Now, 
Republican senators may have prevented us from having a debate on voting rights today. But I want to be very clear about one thing. The fight to protect voting rights is not over, by no means. More than 150 employees at a Houston hospital who refused to get the COVID-19 vaccine have been fired or have resigned after a judge dismissed an employee lawsuit over the vaccine requirement. The requirement in April by the Houston Methodist Hospital System made it the first major U.S. healthcare system to do so. Legal experts say such requirements, particularly in a public health crisis, will probably continue to be upheld in court as long as employers provide reasonable exemptions, including for medical conditions or religious objections. The United States Secretary of the Interior says her department will launch an investigation into the history of the country's so-called Indian residential schools. In the 19th and 20th century, hundreds of thousands of Native American children were forcibly removed from their communities and sent to the largely church-run boarding schools, where many were physically and sexually abused. Deb Harland, the first Native American to serve as a cabinet secretary, said the issue was personal. I come from ancestors who endured the horrors of Indian boarding school assimilation policies carried out by the same department that I now lead. The same agency that tried to eradicate our culture, our language, our spiritual practices and our people. The United States has called for an end to a surge in violence in Afghanistan. Taliban militants have seized more than 50 districts across the country since the US and other international forces began their final troop drawdown in May. UN Special Envoy on Afghanistan, Deborah Lyons, said the pattern of seizures suggests the insurgents are positioning themselves to capture vulnerable provincial capitals. More than 50 of Afghanistan's 370 districts have fallen since the beginning of May. Most districts that have been taken surround provincial capitals, suggesting that the Taliban are positioning themselves to try and take these capitals once foreign forces are fully withdrawn. Finance, and a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 28,734. That's 422 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $80 billion. Currencies, US dollars trading 110.73 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar and 19 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 81 cents. Sport and China swimming star Sun Yang will miss the Tokyo Olympics after losing a second bid to avoid a doping ban. He's had his eight-year suspension reduced to four years in a retrial of an anti-doping case dating back to 2018. The ruling by the Court of Arbitration for Sport means the 29-year-old will miss the Games next month. It's BBC's Alex Kapstick. Sun Yang is one of China's sporting superstars. He's won Olympic and world titles, but he's also a divisive figure in swimming. And after a protracted and convoluted doping case, he's now classed as a drug cheat and is barred from competing. The saga began in September 2018 when he was visited by anti-doping officials at his home. Sun Yang doubted their credentials. The row continued until the early hours of the morning when a member of his entourage smashed a vial containing a blood sample with a hammer. The World Swimming Authorities cleared him of wrongdoing, a decision that was challenged by the World Anti-Doping Agency at the Court of Arbitration for Sport. After a chaotic public hearing in December 2020, he was found guilty and given an eight-year ban because it was a second offence. There was outrage back home, but the verdict was overturned when it emerged the leading judge had made racist comments about China on social media. 
The case was heard again, with a completely new panel last month. It's concluded that Sun Yang had acted recklessly, but the sanction has been almost halved in line with new regulations which allow for greater flexibility. It does mean he's out of the Tokyo Games, although as the punishment has been backdated to the end of February last year, he could return just in time for the 2024 Paris Olympics. Next to football's Euro 2020, where England and Croatia both won their final group games to lead a 1-2 finish in Group D. The Czech Republic qualified as one of the best third-place teams, but Scotland are out. At Wembley, Raheem Sterling scored the only goal of the game as England beat the Czech Republic to finish the group stage with seven points and three clean sheets. It was a much better performance. Um, you know, Attacking-wise, I thought we were more fluid, uh, movement. And we created some problems as well when, you know, the most important thing is we, we scored the goal we needed and kept a clean sheet. Um, and we said um, against Scotland, a lot of people disappointed. But at the same time, we didn't we didn't concede a goal, we didn't lose it. Those are the ones that you could come away, concede a silly set play or something, and you're disappointed. But it shows, you know, if, even if we don't score, we, we don't concede as well. And that's, that's brilliant to have in tournament football. In the last 16, England will face the runners-up from the group that include France, Germany, Portugal and Hungary. The match will take place at Wembley. Croatia reached the knockout stage as group runners-up after beating Scotland 3-1 in Glasgow. Luka Modric scored the winning goal for Croatia, who finished ahead of the Czech Republic on goals scored. The former Scotland international James McFadden had special praise for the Croatian star. The way he was labelled, the ageing Luka Modric is not the player he once was. Well, he reminded everyone tonight just how good he is. He was absolutely sensational. And if I wasn't so heartbroken, I could say I enjoyed it. I never enjoyed it. But, you know, for the neutral, wow, what a performance. His goal, outstanding. He just found space. His intelligence, he popped up on the right. He came deep. He came over to the left. He went forward. His movement was outstanding. Croatia, by far the better side, they moved the ball brilliantly, not just Modric, the whole team, and they deserve to get their victory. The World Health Organisation says it's concerned about countries easing coronavirus restrictions for football's European Championship. The number of spectators being allowed into stadiums has been increased, with some games being played before full houses. Eleven countries are hosting games with the final and semi-finals taking place in London, with the crowd limit now set at 60,000. The German Chancellor Angela Merkel has called on European football governing body UEFA to act responsibly. As far as the matches taking place in the UK go, the UK is a virus variant area, which means that everyone who wants to go to the UK has to go into quarantine for 14 days. And there are only very few exceptions for this. And I think, or rather I hope, that UEFA acts responsibly in this regard. That's the news from RTHK.
Good afternoon and welcome to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this rainy afternoon. Many thanks once again to Phil for the morning brew. This afternoon we have a busy program and an interesting show for you. In about 10 minutes or so, we'll be chatting about the history of some of the names behind some of our MTR stations. Ahead of the opening of Phase 2 of the Chunma Line, which spans across from Chunwa, uh, uh, Tunmun all the way through to Wukwaisha, which opens this Sunday. Fingers crossed for that. And we'll be joined by Alan Chang, who is the founder of the Protecting of Hong Kong Names. We hope to bring you that interview on Facebook as well, so do join us there if you can this afternoon. Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3 is the page to go to. And after the 2 o'clock news, our radio...